With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rab Florence and Grado is here in the room with me as well. No in the room. We're not breaking the rules of the COVID restrictions. Grado, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm getting there. Just kind of, I had so-so. Kevin, it's like, I'm, not, I'm neither up nor done. Have you been, mate? I've been all right. I've been all right. Um, aye, I've been a wee bit crabbit. I've watched a bit of wrestling. I've been secret eating just another week. You've been secret eating? Well, secret eating and that, I've told everybody I'm, a, I'm on a diet and I'm really no, and I'm just kidding myself on. And I thought, well, I can, I can beat, I can tell the, the truth to the wrestling fans. Do you know what I mean? Aye, I don't aye. think I could tell this one fat with that. Wrestling fans are it's a wee bit made a community. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like I'm, I'm lying to my girlfriend. I'm lying to uh, her dad. I'm lying to folk on the radio every morning. I'm saying I'm eating the right things and really I'm no, but I'm, I can come clean. I can shoot one. A wrestling what, are you, what are you eating like? What, what would you say? What did you do this week? What did well, you I, eat that was well, bad? So I done no bad on Monday. Never had a horrible breakfast. I had a nice week and a uh, plate of uh, cornflakes. Plate mm-hmm. of cornflakes. And then I had a, a healthy lunch. It was just a bit of chicken and salad. Um, and then I had a normal dinner. I can't remember. Anyway, yesterday, started again, no too bad. But then I went out with the dog and uh, I was going by the station chip shop in the boatman, boatman of Stevenson. And I just eated um, a half battered pizza supper with curry sauce, a roll, and two pickles, and a bottle of two liter red cola. And I basically took a picture of another um, dinner that I had for a couple of months ago that looked he- healthy and sent it to my girlfriend and said, "Just having this." <laughs> so I can come. I can complain here. It's just, it's just, it's the issues that you go through, man. It's hard, man. When you're, when you're on the road, you know, wrestling every weekend, you know, and fucking the fans stop chanting your name, you turn to food, man. That's hard, isn't it? Uh, anyway, and listen. you were fat. You were fat. And when you lost, I thought, well, he'll be fat again. And you've not. You've just still been skinny. I've managed to keep it off to a great extent. I've kind of fluctuated here and there. I got up and down a bit, but never near back up to where I was. No, me. I mean, you were a wee fat man, and now you're just like a kind of just a nice, just look like a, a nice bloke. Thanks, man. Thanks for that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, let's see what the punters are saying. See if the punters are saying anything about uh, how good I look. Kyle uh, says um, he was listening to Wrestling Daft. 
And Rab's telling us that poltergeist are just a manifestation of telekinetic powers in a person's mind. He says now that he's got to admit he was a good five minutes every time he reaches for something trying to move it with his mind. So he's learned something about telekinesis on this show. Uh, Gary spotted a Wrestling Daft t-shirt in the Thunderdome on Royal Rumble, John Royal Rumble, which of course we're going to have to talk about, but we'll do that shortly. That was um, nice. Yeah, Mayor Wrestling Music spotted at football, by the way. don't know how you spot music. I don't know how you do that. The morning you spot it with your ears. As Mark pointed out, that Arsenal walked out to Kane's music. What? What's going this, on? I've got a clip. Would you like to see this? Of I, course. Like, I, I would love to. This is right up my street. Hold on. Hold on. It'll take me a while. Is it his old tune or is it... Is it Finger 11? Slow <laughs> chemical. Finger 11, that's what it's called, isn't it? Finger so. eleven. The wonder of the world is gone and all for sure. Right, hold on. Decent voice here, Grado. One more table turn around and she's not around. Have you done many musical stuff? Obviously, the Japanos, but well, I, I think um, it's about many that song. Right. The wonder of the. Right, see, I'm nervous now. <clears throat> The world is gone, and oh, for sure. No more table turn around, and she's not around. I feel it coming down. Bring me what I could never ask for. Amazing, man. But I mean, hey, let's hear this, John. What? Thank you, Kelly. Yep, William is getting ready, and his. Uh... <laughs> Crossing of that white line will make him the first Brazilian player to reach 200. One of them should go to the centre spot and go like that. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the flags at the corners. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know you were asking me about singing, right? I just want to tell you, I did, uh, I did singing for my higher hires and I did get an A. So did I, mate. Have I told you? I feel as if I've told you before. No, no, I don't think so. No. What, what was what was what was some of your songs that you sang? I sang yeah, a song called Maria for West Side Story. How's that? Go <laughs> sing it? Yeah. He goes, the most beautiful sound I've ever heard, Maria, 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 Maria. That <laughs> was it. See, I wonder if that's Ooh. a hang, man. You're good at that. I had a couple of songs. One was, Why does Saigon never sleep at night? Why does this girl smell of orange trees? Vietnam. You don't give answers to your friend. And questions that don't ever end. But then you also go have a wee bit of fun because I'd also done Lift It. Lift It. Oh, did you do Lift It? Oh, we could be. Oh, I. Lift It Up Today. Lifting a whole new way. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even remember what else I did. I can't even remember Maria. You go, I, if it was Hires, you get seven songs. I done Monday, aye, Monday aye, as aye. well. I remember that. And if I were a rich man, and the examiner would come in and stone and listen to you singing. Aye, am I right? It was, and but it's funny, man, because you know, here's the deal: you don't like you don't like singing good in front of the birds. Do you know what I mean? So when I was practising in front of the teacher, I'd be like, whatever, man, pure, lifted, 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 because oh, right. the tidy lasses were in the class. But when it came to exams and there was oh. no birds there to slag it, it was lifted, yeah. lifted, lifted. I did maybe this time was one of the other ones. That, um, maybe this time <laughs> I'll get lucky. 
maybe this time he'll stay. And I sang it with a he as well, like singing about a guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> Examiner fucking looking at me, that's bloke lap. Got this guy pegged. Got this boy pegged. I know his future's going to be like. Right, anyway. Tangent. Uh, good, good. Well done, Arsenal. Danilo adds the suggestions for Celtic's walkout music, as discussed last week, saying that uh, Celtic. Sorry, I'm sorry, cutting off, but do you think we should maybe actually say on this podcast a wrestling song and see if Arsenal play at their next home game? Aye, aye, aye. What, yeah. what song will we think we should we suggest? Um, well, I'm um, trying to put it out there into the universe. Aye, like, do you know what I mean? It needs to be a, a song that they would sort of probably. What have they done? They've already done the game, haven't they? Right. They've done Kurt Angle, they've done Kane, West Ham did Triple H. Sorry, West Ham did Triple H. You can't put, I mean, you can't suggest like, what about the Big Show song? No. Oh, that's Gang, a good... ga- maybe the Aye. Big Show. Gangrel, maybe. Dun, 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 dun. How about a good one to come out to? Aye. Oh, X-Pac. You better stop right now, was it? Ellie Gunn. What man? The one Billy Gun? I'm an ass man. I'm an ass man. They wouldn't come out to that, would they? They wouldn't come out to that. I'm an ass man. They wouldn't do that. They wouldn't do that. Deal Brown? You're looking at the real deal now. (laughs) What? I'm going to kick your sorry ass out of the street, boy. Uh, after discussing, oh sorry, uh, Danilo suggested that uh, Celtic should come out to Goldust's theme song because they're fucking shattering dreams here, boys. Uh, after discussing new gimmicks for Grado and a possible team up with Michael Barrymore Chris says surely a Grado and Barrymore tag team is a must but you would have to ban the big splash or any other swimming pool related moves John you shouldn't be putting I mean come on this is just this this is a friend of a friend here sorry Grado sorry big shout out out to wrestling figure maker extraordinaire uh, Kyle Customs who after the chat about the spooky club last week has designed a t-shirt based on the bullet club design for a uh, spooky club, so you can have a a wheel wheel here that me get us up in our merch stand, but we probably got a cease and desist with New Japan as well as Hulk Hogan. Uh, I don't very, want to be sued. Well, aye, very interesting. That the the as soon as he put that up, um, well, the basically the the Bullet Club put something up about how their original Bullet Club T shirt has uh, for the first time in a couple of years is back up in the charts on pro wrestling tees. I just, um, you know, there's nothing. What I hate it when they, I hate it when wrestlers. I've spoken about this before oh, when they rip know. off other people's logos and all that. It's just so small time. I don't, I don't like is. it. Right. I mean, I've done it. I've done it for years. I remember it, but Colt Cabana's the same as you. We'd always go, "What are you doing, man?" Because I had like my Grado Mania one. I never had the Bullet Club one, but I was so pissed off at seeing every fat strob in the UK coming out with fucking Buffet Club and all that. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye. aye. Just fucking drop it, man. Um, so the pun in is back but as decided last week it's only going to happen once a month that's all I will allow and this week it's all about wordplay with wrestling and religion before we get into it though we have to take a wee point here uh, to talk about gimmick infringement um, if the WWE wrestler and my niece Isla Dawn was spotted looking for wrestling dog related puns on Twitter uh, we set a law team on her obviously yeah. and she has tried to buy a silence by offering up the pun Growldo um, for a oh. dog related, see that's no, that's not enough for me. I, I might have to have a word with her privately about that gimmick infringement. See, either she's either she's infringing our gimmick, or she hasn't listened to the show ever and hasn't realised that we we did this thing. I with think fun. it's the second one. I, I think, think it's, it's the second, second one. I think it's the latter. And I, and and I, look, it's not about um, her 
It's not about gimmick infringement. It's the fact that I'm jealous that we never come up with fucking dugs. That's a great one. We're sitting here going, uh, Chinese food, chocolate. <laughs> Do you know what I, know, I mean? Dunks, I man. I know. Maybe we could do cats. Anyway, religious puns. Here we go. Karate Warrior 2. Go in touch with Bruno Samaritan, no? Adam Rosary and Dave Baptista. Westy says Rick Prayer. Cameron says Jesse, the body of Christ Ventura. Islami Zane and Buddha Ray Dudley. That's good. Nick says Prince Hal Albert, <laughs> the monkey tonk man, the insane clown prodies, and the new Jack Testament. <laughs> Glasgow Bob's got the Bible Basham brothers. Brilliant. Alistair's got the Jesusos. Uh, that's a stretch, isn't that's, it? That's a... Uh... Hey, WWSPFL says Big Papa Pope, though, which is pretty sweet. Right. Toby says Prado. You have yep. like a prayer, another level of meaning there. Good. Big Benny says Kevin Nash Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit squad. Some Moses Joe. <laughs> That's good. That's you like that one? Seek Abdul Bashir and Piper Heaven. Yeah. Uh, Callum says Iron Seek. <laughs> Giant Prey Stacks. <laughs> and testament. Martin has got Bethlehem Phoenix. Brilliant. And Jurico. Thomas has got Baron Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee has got Joe McIntyre. They were good. They were all right. I like Kevin Nash Wednesday. I like that. Aye, so, aye. Yeah, that's the kind of stretch I like. If you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at Wrestling Daft at Gmail. Time for Barry and put over now. Every week we like to separate the good for the bad, the Billy McNeils for the Shane Duffy's. Um, let's have a talk about the Royal Rumble. Grado, did you watch it? So I would say I watched maybe about 60% of it. Right. I wa- saw the Goldberg match, saw the... Uh, what did you think of the Goldberg match? What did you think of the Goldberg match? It was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. Just, it was a bit weird. I mean, it, it done what it was meant to do, but it was a bit like, it. you know. Dude, it done what it meant to do, right? But again, it's like, um, I don't know. It was When when was the last time you seen somebody start a fight and then the bell doesn't go after that? I don't know. Wound me up. Anyway. I enjoyed uh, it. I thought it was, it was a good... No, it was fine. This is me just being a fucking... And a nice clean win and all that. Um, and I thought Goldberg looked good as well. Aye, man, I liked his shots. <laughs> nice the shots. shots that I wear putting the bins out. Nice shots, wearing. Goldberg. I know, it was weird he was wearing these it shots. Was, man. Why has he done that? It's weird, isn't it? It was weird, wasn't it? Aye, what's he doing with shots, man? I kind of feel like when you wear shots like that, it's because, you know, sometimes if you go and do a shite, right, and you've got a, it's a really, really hard shite and it gets stuck halfway out. Mm-hmm. So you've got a, half the shite is sticking out your ass, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh my god, what did I do here? Do I push it in, or do I like, try and pull it out?" And then you're like, "Oh god, I've run out of time. I'll just need to put these shorts on." I don't. Uh... Do you know what I mean? No, listen, no, no, no. Uh, I, Andrew, I, I, listen. I cannot leave. That doesn't. I cannot leave a toilet unless my hope has been has taken an office into whether it be toilet roll under the water and shoved right up the fucking shuff. I. I need a hygienic anus, hygienical anus. Oh, obviously, obviously, I'm talking about Goldberg here. 
Um, oh, sorry, I thought you meant you. Sorry, no, I'm talking about Goldberg. It, it, sorry, it just reminded me again of Vader when he's fucking trackies and he's got Brown Community Center. Why? What? What? Goldberg shots did or the shite thing I was talking about? Uh, well, could, could, <laughs> to be honest with you, you could relate some way to something. Like, aye, just it's going to give me the book talking about this. Keep, keep going. <laughs> Sorry, um, so I Royal Rumble, and I mean, I, I enjoyed that. I watched the, the whole event. Um, it was it was very long though, wasn't it? It was long, yeah. It was very long. I think if you're going to have two Royal Rumbles, you have like maybe one match at best. Like have have one match or two matches at a push, and then the two Royal Rumbles. Or or the the Saturday night the rum, the women's Rumble on Sunday night Aye, the men's Rumble because there's no crowds. Just fucking it's too long, man. It's it? Too long. Too long. It's too long. I think on the whole, I think maybe the women's Royal Rumble was a wee bit more fun. Um, yeah. And the guys Royal Rumble, but it was good. It was great seeing Christian back. Um, it was good. Kalito seeing... looked jacked. He looked Kalito fucking looked... good. Good, by the way. Good. good for a guy's age. I mean, he's like fifty odds, sixty now, nearly sixty, right. um, and he looked great. Did uh, you let's... fall for the? Did you fall for the the the, run, the Randy Orton Edge thing? Uh, well, I mean, I knew obviously Randy Orton was going to appear at the end, mm-hmm. um, so I kind of. I, I think, think it I, got me, but I think I he think it got... did fall for Aye. it. To be honest, I think I did fall for it. You know what I mean? Uh, but I was very. But here's what I, the finish I was hoping for was. Uh, Randy Orton and Edge and Christian as the last three. That was, that was the finish I was wanting. And once I saw Christian was in, I was like, I hope Randy Orton comes out. And then you've got the three as the last three, Randy Orton, Edge and Christian. And then I would like to have seen Edge and Christian just doing some old tag team stuff on Randy Orton, proper revenge stuff and flinging Randy Orton out. Mm-hmm. And then I would love to have seen the two of them facing off in the middle of the ring and the two of them hugging and Christian shaking Edge's horn and Edge saying, what you doing, what you doing? And Christian walking out of the ropes to eliminate his cell and Edge trying to stop him from eliminating his cell. And Christian jumped out. I would have loved that. That's would've drama. Loved. I would have loved drama. Christian for his pal going, I want you to go to WrestleMania one Aye. last time. But then Edge that. turns around and slaps him and goes, don't be stupid. Fight this, fight me. Aye. But him saying he's like, no, I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? I'm going to do it. I'm going to fight you. And he just like eliminates his cell. I would have loved that. Anyway, they didn't do that. Just or, 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 or he fucking teases it and goes, come on, I'm going to. And Edge walks through and he fucking puts Edge out. Aye. Oh fuck. See, end no, no Edge out, but at least tries to. Do you know what I mean? He goes. Aye, aye, would aye. you call that the stun gun on the ropes and fucking? Aye, aye, aye. But then he would eliminate yourself if you gave him the stun gun. So forget no, but I, that, think, I think I think that um, the feel good ending of Christine eliminating himself as the second last one in to give Edge the 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 shot would have been amazing. You're good at this, man. Um, or Edge fucking stopping Christine and going, I'll go it, man. I've had a big moment. You, here's a big moment for you. Anyway, we could have been great. Or Randy Orton just gets his buzz out. Aye, Randy Orton. <laughs> Imagine Randy Orton just like started like just kissing the two of them. <laughs> Aye, man. Just started Aye, kissing them. You know what I mean? Winch. Aye. And then uh, we, uh, Alexa Bliss comes out, just starts firing fireballs at all of them. Just mm. like, pew, pew, fireballs at all their faces. No, I might as well do that. Here, I'll, this is what I enjoyed at the Royal Rumble. The fact that Alexa Bliss just gets shoved out in about two seconds and there was no fiend. That was that was great. That was as if it was as if I'd booked it. It was what I was worried for you. It was as if I'd booked it. Alexa Bliss comes out, punted right out when she starts doing all spooky garbage. Um and then the fiend didn't even turn up. Fiend's at home. He's eating a kebab. No well, man, he's no well. Is he no well? No, I was just saying that. All right, okay. I was just saying no, he was maybe he was no well, you know what I mean? Why? Tonsillitis. 
Right, the punters, Daniel wants to put oh, Stein away for the rumble because everybody will have a go at that. Um, he's talking about Shingo versus Tanahashi for the title. Uh, Listen, nobody cares about that. Cool, man. About Thanks. You watch, you watch the Japanese stuff. Nobody, nobody, Daniel. That's, that's Daniel from New Zealand, who, who wants rid of the puns, by the way. So Daniel blew it there, by the way, because we didn't want to talk about the Royal Rumble this week. So right. don't, don't you try and second guess us, mate. Daniel. Andrew wants to put up the Yokozuna Icons episode on the network. Well worth a watch. Wow. Wow, fucking superb documentary troops. I'm I'm telling you, probably one of the best ones I've done in a while. And I think it's because the age I was, I remember Yokozuna coming to the fucking Magnum and Irvin. There's a great picture of Drew McIntyre with fucking Yokozuna at the Magnum. Uh, but I think I didn't actually really appreciate the problems that big fella had. Like, no. it was unbelievable. Like, he got so, so big and he was... He was released for his own good, and he couldn't do it. And you know, you, you, there's footage of him at like a fucking a, a, these pure rotten shows with rotten rings, and it's 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 heartbreaking, man. And I think these some one guys are like the nice, some of the nicest folk ever. The, the Rikishi tells some good stories. Though I spoil it, but it was fucking heartbreaking, man. What was it, 34, 35, 36? I mean, that's unreal. And, and, also, they, and they, 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 there's, there's footage of him in the big breakfast, which I got, which I popped out as well. He's <laughs> sitting there with these fan outing, and they kind of build it as like a couple of days before he died because he's out here. He was out here with Dixon when he died, man. I, yeah, yeah. I remember reading about it in the Daily Record and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, and also as far as I was concerned, it was a Japanese guy. Uh, Rab, I know, I know, I know, I know. And I was, I mean, but I was never a blind. Yeah, you would never a... have questioned that. Never oh. would have questioned that. Hundred uh, percent. Um, Andrew also wants to bury Natalia being number thirty in the Royal in the Women's Rumble. What a disappointment! I was waiting on it being Ronda Rousey, but we, I was waiting on Ronda Rousey. We knew in advance, though, didn't we? Natalia was number thirty, I think. So maybe that's so, just me because I'm a genius. Paul wants to put over Pat Patterson My Way documentary on the network. I want to watch that. I would like that. Also, Yokozuna documentary. So many people talking highly of him. Rikishi Greeting telling the story of when he had bought him a new radiator. All right, well, I wasn't going to tell you. Spoiled now, but I bought my fucking radiator. For his house? I was called. Um, showing him on the big breakfast, great tributes. And he wants to bury Orton's big stupid tomato face, making a full recovery at the Rumble. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Neil wants to bury, easy target has been said many times before, but bury the Royal Rumble rules. Billy Kay, Randy Orton and Seth Rollins a wee bit all showed that there's no need to even be in the ring. Why not just wait outside or hide in the back until everybody else is eliminated and come in at the end? <clears throat> they need to buckle down on that, didn't they? They need to well, like, aye. They need to. I mean, the, the, I don't know how you felt about the old uh, the guy outside pulling pulling folk out. For how can that just suddenly be not DQ? I feel as if if that was the case, fucking DX twenty year ago, we waiting about outside to pull folk out. Just pulling everybody out. Aye. Yep. And he, he wants to put over Becky Lynch throwing everybody on Twitter by posting a nice comment. Um, Fraser wants to put over Christi Christian and Carlito's returns at the Rumble both look great and sensible from Carlito to Miss Legends Night as they've been just a face in the crowd then and uh, Fraser wants to bury Paul Heyman not being able to work a key the way he can work the mic I mean that was excruciating that bit when it Heyman tried to unlock that uh, handcuffs I can't remember that bit was that during the Roman Reigns match it was at the end it was the finish of the Roman Reigns oh, and Kevin Owens match, match. I mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the bulk of that match, but the matches just end up too long as well because they're wandering about man. all over the place. Too long. And once you've seen all that folk falling through tables and getting ran over, man, that doesn't even... 
I don't need. I don't want to sound. I love a bit of. I love folk going, going through tables and all this. But when it's when it's the full match, it literally was oily. It. It, it You're like, saying it's garbage wrestling, didn't you? Grado. I'm not saying it's garbage because they because who they are makes it the no it's no garbage. Do you get what I mean? Aye, but but you're saying that anybody that does all their sports where they go through a table, no, they're garbage wrestlers. <laughs> Don't they're garbage wrestlers? Listen, mate, I fucking love garbage wrestling. I fucking um, love garbage. I used to have a thing in UKFF years ago, and it was a pole, and I'd put up a wrestler, and I'd rate great good at garbage, and it was fucking well over. It was over as far <laughs> Ian Dice Clare, whatever he'll tell you that it was over great good at garbage. But you said. You're basically you're saying any wrestlers that do the kind of sports though, like attacks and the tables, not that it's just junk wrestling. That it's no proper wrestling. I've never said that. That's your. That's what you just. That's what you just said. No, look. That they're garbage wrestlers. That they're junk. That's I junk never, wrestling. That's right. not wrestling. You said. No, I never. Because you I said that it. what Will Osprey does, all the flipping about, is not wrestling. Well, it's wrestling. I just don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I managed to talk mean? you. I managed to talk you right into that. Now. I'm like um, the police and that making a murderer. Um, that, uh, what's his name's fucking nephew, Brandon, Brendan Dassey. Aye. That was how they. You seen him. the nose today? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You seen the nose today? You well, you're on it. You're on the nose today. <laughs> That's guy, a man. great documentary. I know, making a it's not that good. What, what do you mean it's not that good? No, you know I love my crime and killing fucking things. I love them. But making a murderer for me was very, very frustrating. See, when I know that guy shouldn't have been in jail and it's only in episode five, I can't, I can't bear it. It annoys well, do you me. think he shouldn't be in the jail? Well, for what I've heard, I probably should have watched the end because there's people that are that are kind of um, undecided. But I thought, You've not I, watched the whole series? No, because we see when he started planting blood on him and all that and fucking about with test tubes. I went, oh, no, fuck this. I was like, no, they're bastards. That's that's shit. So should I've watched all. So you see, the detectives that did that, they were that was garbage detective work they were doing. G- James isn't burying anything because there's enough shit to be moaning about. But he wants to put over how good Christine looked at the rumble. Looked great. Derek again is another one who loved the Yokozuna documentary. Uh, Stephen wants to put over Bianca Belair one in the women's rumble. A new star has been created in the women's division. This is and he wants to bury Jay so being advertised for the Royal Rumble, but no, no even being in it. Uh, and oh man, that's terrible. That's terrible. Jan wants to put over 24 hour fight forever from GCW. Good day of free wrestling with fundraising for all the performers and crew. It was good to see matches from promotions who would not normally get a look in. I need to be honest, I've got no idea what that is. <laughs> it's it's um, GCW. I was meant to work for them once. It's kind of Joey Janela's and Danny Havoc's company. That's weird. I just never imagined a GCW fan called Jan. That's weird. 24 hour fight forever. Does that mean it was 24 hours long? They, 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 they do stuff like that, to be fair. Aye. Some it's garbage, man. Okay. Um, and Jan wants to bury Rey Mysterio becoming an advert for... What was that about, man? That was funny, wasn't it? What was the beer called again? Victoria, is it? Is it Victoria's beer or something like that? That was weird, wasn't it? Is it his beer? No, it's, they've done a deal. I mean, they, they talked about it for about a minute during the Rumble. They just they did, they, they've, they've paid mega money, man, for that. I know. And he had that on his mask. Fucking hell. What about fucking Bad Bunny and Booker T? What the fuck? What was that, man? <laughs> What's that, man? What was that? And a guy got, and then they had like, it's Bad Bunny. I mean, don't <laughs> fucking ask a guy with that name. Won't he? The wrestling show. And then, that- the, the, I mean, the fucking Miz and John Morrison stuff is, 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 is 
horrible as it is and they're backstage trying to be his pal and all that. I'm going, if that was your life, Miz would be going, who the fuck? Where? I don't, I've never heard of Bad Bunny. This guy is so over in America. He's got, he's huge. He's like 30 million followers or something. Is he a TikToker? I don't, I don't know if he's a TikToker or what, but he's got incredible amount of followers. Uh, is he like that guy? Is he like that guy that was in the jail with the pink hair and all that and the tattoos in his face? Got a glitter. <laughs> <laughs> and now, in the Elimination Chamber, performing live, <laughs> the Island Records recording artist, on, Gary Glitter. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they should have done this deal. I don't know if that's no. I, I I don't know why he's on it. And I have to say one thing. I will say though, did Booker T no look like he could wreck everybody in the roster? Well, that's Booker. what I'm saying, Rab. Why did he? Why did they know perform that? Maybe as number one, and Booker T comes out and it's number one, and everybody's like. Look at fucking Booker T. He looked to be eight foot tall. He was jacked. He looked like yeah. a fucking total badass. Why not just have him in the rumble for, for 10, 15 minutes? Yeah. You would, have he totally, could go. you would have totally believed. See if Booker T had been in the rumble looking like that. You would mm-hmm. have thought to yourself, Booker T might win this. <laughs> Ken and I love you would have. You fucking would have. You would have went. See if he was aye. in the last four. Booker aye. T, you'd be like, aye. fucking, it's got to be Booker T. Aye, see Roman Reigns. <laughs> for the fight with that fucking, for, the, for that clobber. <laughs> when I get a fucking camel clobber on a pole match, <laughs> I haven't explained what the word clobber means now. Right now, every clobber week, tea. every week we every week we run <laughs> in a shop. Clobber tea, man, that's horrific. Every anyway. week. <laughs> We run down a chart of something wrestling related in a list of wrestling daft. You can Roman Clays. <laughs> right, well, we've got it for next week. Clays. Uh, Roman Clays. And, 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 Clover <laughs> tea. <laughs> Clover tea. <laughs> Roman Clays. <laughs> it's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to their run in. Uh, however, this week we thought we would invite somebody to run in. So please welcome the voice at ICW, as seen on the WWE Network, Mr. Billy Kirkwood. Kirkwood. He don't know what he's doing, he's never asked him, but he's, he what lives in that, he, he lives he in that fucking pod. There he is, look at his wee hoose. I know. How you doing? How you doing, right, Billy? Man. Fucking hellish, man. What the fuck is going on with this Mad Max fucking bullshit? Do you know what I mean? Fuck this. I'm all right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Everybody's, put, everybody's putting a brave face on it, isn't they? The Rock. It's a fucking nightmare. And yeah. let's just have a let's just have thirty seconds here where we'll talk about how bad it really is. This is a fucking nightmare. Right, shite. Fucking sick of it. Getting folk crying over not being able to get the right cheese in the fucking supermarket and shit like that. I'm getting sick of this bitch, honestly. Mm-hmm. You want to go outside and wash yourself in a puddle? I'm getting fucking sick of COVID. <laughs> fucking junkies aren't even trying to be junkies anymore. The fucking world's gone to shit. I used to <laughs> love a junkie. And not even junkies are doing their junkie pattern now. Mm. But Billy, you're the fucking biggest grafter I've ever met. You've never half everything. You own everything. Mate, and it's because I'm really shite and I don't like... <laughs> I have to do twice the work of everybody else. No, and do you know what? It's funny because when, when John took your corona, I was like, oh, I hope... Because I, I, I had the fear last uh, Sunday morning because who's that commentator doing in, in London who works for Alex Shane and he done the FW for years? Big, nice boy. Big, nice boy. Oh, uh, he just came out last week. He was very... Kind of put up a nice wee post and all that about how he... 
he came out as gay and all that. And I basically was like, you're the best British commentator. Oh. And I woke, I woke up the next morning and I was like, fuck, I hope Billy Kirkwood doesn't see that, actually. <laughs> Mate, I am fucking outraged. You thought I didn't think you were <laughs> you know I mean? me. <laughs> How could anybody, it's like... And if every fucking entrance video was your voices on it, and I'm I'm calling some other fucking commentator the best in the UK. You know what I mean? So what have you been up to, Billy? What have you been? Up? Obviously, um, ICW have been continuing doing their stuff on the network. How's that been? Uh, do you know it's uh, when I heard about it, it was gonna there was gonna be no crowds. Uh, the first thing I thought was, man, this is gonna be so weird. But do you know the mental thing is? realize that when you're doing wrestling commentating you tend to just watch the wrestling so yeah. it kind of just sort of faded up. don't get me wrong i mean crowds are, a, are still a big part of storytelling are still a big part of the vibe but i just find myself it's like let's concentrate on the let's concentrate on the action let's concentrate on the story so it's been it's been good man and it's been it's been a testament to how good the athletes are especially here in scotland and uk you see the boys down at uk nxt and doing it and uh sorry nxt uk don't want to get a fucking email um <laughs> and how well they're adapting to it man i think we're i think we're leading the world in how we do this i mean we don't have the big fancy fucking screen. screens and all that well that's can, you imagine, can you imagine if these screens all had icw fans on them though you imagine a fucking disaster that would be some guy from <laughs> carluk wanking himself into a frenzy do you know what i mean I've always got to think about see the likes of that, that match on Sunday with, with Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens and they're throwing themselves at fucking right. stages and there's no crowd to react to that. That must be 10 times sale because at least if you take a bump and there's a crowd there, you know, you, the, the adrenaline gets you through. But doing that in an empty, it must be a fucking absolute, it must be sale. They must pump in crowd noise like in the arena at a time because imagine you just take that big bump and the noise, here's a cameraman going. <laughs> Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Some exactly. guy farting on the other end of the arena. <laughs> Delta! Fuck's sake, I'm trying to murder Roman Reigns here. Do you mind? <laughs> we, we, what's been happening anyway with like the, the ICW and the network and stuff like that? I've, have you been recording? And are you there at the shows? Or? No, I'm not at the shows. The guys, uh, it's like, uh, I mean, it's a TV production. You guys know about that. They're in the COVID bubble. They're, you know, everyone's getting tested and they're being as safe as they can. Me and Jamie, we're doing it in post-production because they're making a TV show now. I mean, it was a live event. It's a TV production now and it's immense how they're doing. But no, we're, we're getting everything sent through. Uh, like said, Dallas and, uh, and and Andy Redline and Scott and what have you there giving us a brief on what to do. And it's uh, it's been good, man. The fact we managed to keep the wheels turning on this bad boy and the fact that our stuff is holding up. I mean, us going into the going on the network during lockdown, one of the coolest things I thought about it was whether it's the new shows or you know some of the old shows, our stuff is holding up, man. We look, I think our stuff in, in the UK is looking fucking pretty sweet. And uh, but you, uh, you still no, need to pay for the network. Uh, me personally, I I need to pay double. Apparently, I'm pretty sure <laughs> they must be fucking like Texas. No idea what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just squealing like a goat that's had some stuff up its arse. I'm just fucking excited to be there. Um, but we get lovely feedback, man. We get lovely. Uh, and the fact that people are getting to experience guys like, you know, they're getting to experience our icons, like even antagonists like Red Lightning is coming on and uh, talking. You get to see Mark Coffey and Wolfgang. And they get to see Grado. Grado's on the fucking network, mate. Grado's Aye. on the fucking network. Uh, and that's, How many times have you watched yourself on the network, Grado? I've never done it. Because the first match with Jackie Parlour, 
was fucking rotten, and I went, I can't, I can't bear watching that again. But then the James Storm one, I wanted to see what happened with it, with it, you know, because obviously everybody just tweets me about Madonna and fucking all this, and I'm like, yeah. And then, of course, the first time it was like shaffled me meant they just cut teeth to the ring. And I went, I'm leaving watching it. I was gonna say, <laughs> I'm I mean? heart, heartbroken. <laughs> Think of the the fucking effort we put into that. Thinking this is fucking mate. People are gonna blow their minds, and there's you in the ring just like stretching. <laughs> Mate, I know. Well, I'm I fucking... blow my voice out during that entrance each and every fucking time. Uh, <laughs> who, 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 do you know what I mean? That's who does the, the who do you you might not know Billy, but who does like who does the kind of fine? Who would have made that cut? Oh uh, that uh, I I'm pretty sure that's the network that done it. Vince. The guys here <laughs> see sell on his laptop. <laughs> it's, it's Madonna. Aye, man. Just on fucking uh, Sony Vegas man cutting up his cell man. <laughs> On his phone, some fucking mad one. He's having to shut pop-ups all the time on his wee phone. He's like, Madonna, I'm fucking, not having Italian I, words in here. Click. No chance. <laughs> but man, it's fucking, it's, you, you really have been busy in terms of, I mean, I've, I've even spoke to you, Billy, since I started doing radio in the morning, this man. It, How the hell? You... Welcome, brother. Welcome. Welcome. Oh, <laughs> no, I know what you mean, but you know, because I remember I'd speak to you and you'd have a show somewhere and then you'd like sleep in your motor and then go straight to the radio. Yeah, it's man. fucking, it's a complete lifestyle change, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's awesome fun. And you, oh, I mean, aye, definitely. You, I'm loving what you guys are doing as well. It's great. I'm loving your work, Billy. Cheers, brother. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, uh, that's bullshit. Do you know? No, listen. That's no, because, you know, listen, we're not, not going to look at each other. Uh, who are we kidding? But, no, uh, listen. It's no bullshit because my girlfriend uh, listens to Billy in the mornings rather than me. All right. She 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 loves you. She's always loved Billy. Without God, did you hear that? She was, she was like, no, I was listening to Billy. That's she, it blows her mind that you're the commentator, like because. She, before she started going with me, she just knew you as Billy Kirkwood on the radio, and then she's like, is that fucking Billy Kirkwood talking to you or your wrestling match? And I'm like, aye. She didn't know. It is quite yeah. mental that folk like don't get. It's just like, how can you be the same person? Mm-hmm. And you, you know it yourself, man. You go in the ra- People go, how do you not swear on the radio? Mm-hmm. Dead easy. Like, oh, it's it's easy. Time. What's hard to talk about is fucking Little Mix and what they've been getting up to, and fucking, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And like uh, Joe Wicks and what's he been up to, and who do you know? That's that's harder than anything. Than just imagine yourself not to swear. Just imagine you could swear in the mornings. It'd be great. And now here's Rita Ora, the fucking cow. <laughs> <laughs> it would spice it up. Where's the weirdest place you've had? I think. <laughs> and just watch the phone lines light up. Watch them light up. Anyway, but a bit something. Anyway, what do you think the rest of the country? What do you think of the current state of the wrestling business? Well, here's what I've got to say. First of all, uh, right, let me think. Do you watch AEW? I do. I actually, I'll level, I'll level with you. Uh, um, I watch AEW probably a lot more than WWE just now. Oh, Smack, I need to. Smackdown and NXT guys just now. Don't get me wrong. I'll like everybody else. I'll watch the uh, the uh, the YouTube two minute clips of Raw on YouTube the next morning. I've got fucking three wins and I'm up at four o'clock in the morning. Some mm-hmm. cunt thinks I'm sitting up watching it through an advert every thirty seconds. And fuck that on on Sky whatever it's on now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, do you know something? They're doing an amazing job. Like, see, I go back all the way to WrestleMania last year. <laughs> fucking that was brilliant what they're doing. Um, but right now, you know what I'm missing? Colorful characters, man. Like I'm missing where the characters. I'm sick of folk just like I'm Johnny Hardcut. I'm I'm getting right. sick of guys. Uh, where's your fucking? Where's your IRSs? I know this will sound daft, but you mm-hmm. see a guy in boots and tights and his gimmick is he's a bit hard, and that's it. 
Like, yep. I expect Damien Priest looks like he goes to the Catty Unders. Do you know what I mean? There's something about him. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't mind that. But where's your IRS? He's where's the travel agent who's going like, okay, a one-way ticket to pain. You know, the fucking pass it. I, I think that's what's missing uh, in wrestling. And, and, and I don't know if you've seen that hang on Twitter the day. Everybody's got fucking the same haircut. Did anybody see that Twitter the other day? This one, they've got this one. I, you've got an all. <laughs> <laughs> like God, every wrestler's in the wee and they've all got that haircut some way or another but they, know they... I, I noticed that and I literally text my wife and went I'm growing my hair out I'm growing my hair out <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough of this I'm not an undercut dick you know what I mean it's uh, uh, but in terms of what they're doing just now AEW do you know see the fact they've got I don't know if it's because they've got a crowd man but you see the fact they've just even got that wee crowd there it just brings me in that wee bit more and there's Guys are not getting to see, and I don't know. I'm really enjoying AEW just now. That's not a knock at WWE. It just seems to be floating my boat. Uh, and TNA, who's, who's I don't know. Is that TNA? It's still Impact, isn't it? I don't know. Aye. The, the stuff's know, good, man. But the stuff's good, but it's. Yeah. The, the, here, by the way, the only the, the only thing I don't like about that crowd in AEW is the fucking Chris Jericho entrance, man. And everybody, they, they, it's as if they have their match and then they sit out in the front row and fucking have a mosh pit to, to Jericho's music. Yeah. All the good guys, all the bad guys, it's fucking lame. MD, agree? See when, see, see when a wrestler comes in and everyone starts singing their theme, man, and they're going mental. I mean, it's almost as if somebody had done it before them. <laughs> <laughs> you just, no, I know what you mean. It's really, It's dead staged. You know, I think it's dead stained. Oh, it's, it's so awkward looking, but some of them get right in about it. Like, fucking Billy Gunn, man, he's about 50 odd and he's fucking <laughs> bought his head. Wee young boy, he fucking, uh, what is it? I'm a coming, I'm a coming. And then it's, he's, is he a good guy? A, I don't know, but I just think that's a wee bit pathetic. Oh, and Jericho is looking like, I mean, I'm not a fat guy. I've all to, we've all put in a bit of lockdown mm. luggage, but I'm not being funny about it. But Jericho looks like a melted candle. What the fuck is going on? Do you know what I mean? He is a. He has a lumpy mess of him. He looks like a fucking knee. You know, he's just he's a mess. Of him. He just, you're paid to be on telly every week, man. Sting's, Sting's turning up in Better Mick than you, and he's not wrestled in two years, and he's like fucking 70 odd, whoever it is. Stings. Uh, seen Sting in it. Brown's seen Sting back in the, the wee, wee gothic guys hanging about with They're quite good together. He's excited about Cody and uh, Shaq. No. No. It feels like, is it not like 10 years too late to put Shaq in a wrestling ring? That's a bit, eh? You know what I mean? Like him versus Big Show or something, I would have watched that, or him versus the great Kali, and Kali could have squashed his head and it would have been fucking yes! Because they, uh, they were always like making noises about him coming into WWE properly, weren't they? Like he turned yeah. up at one of the Royal Rumbles, not didn't he? No, it was a Battle Royal, Andre a giant Battle Royal. That's thing. right, mate. yeah, yeah. Um, so it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a weird fit, him and Cody. It seems like money. I don't like Cody's gonna look tiny next to Shaq. The only thing I can think is obviously they have loads of basketball on TNT. You know what I mean? When I watch a basketball on TNT, they're always advertising AEW. So there's obviously just they've went, let's do a wee bit of crossover here, see if we can bring some of the basketball audience on AEW. Right. That must be what it is. Is it's that like, the is that the channel his chat show's on? You know, I know the chat show, the, the, sort the of, uh, basketball show, but they're all uh, behind the desks that, and stuff. Is uh, that on TNT? That's on TNT. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go, you should no, but what's what are you talking about? You was talking about the one where it's like Britain's got talent and it's Cody Rhodes and fucking uh, Snoop Dogg, is this a different thing altogether? Oh, it's no, a different thing. No. Yeah, you know, we're talking about just the fact that Cody and Shaq are going to be fighting each other. Oh, are they wrestling each other? Aye. Wait, I didn't know. I didn't know. A tag match. Right, right, right. Aye. I saw played out all that carry on, innit? 
Well, that fucking right. I got Billy, a, why is, I got a comedian and fucking try and draw. Grado never gives me a good answer here. Why is he? Why is Grado no on these ICW teams? I have absolutely no idea. I don't I even know. I would love it. I would love Rab. it. Right, don't get all awkward, guys. I'm just asking. I'm not getting awkward at all. I can't wrestle the new. I cannot wrestle. There is no way in a million years I can. I'm fit enough to get in a ring. Absolutely no chance. I'm bust walking the dog. I'm bust bending out the time of laces. I'm sorry to, to tell you, mate, but I'm in the, I'm in the look nick. At, look at Jericho, though. Look How long Jericho. would it take you? Uh, wait, about a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you swim and Milton's back up? Are you saying you want booked on these, Gredo? Well, to be honest with you, you'd already have a wee booking for something to look forward to. Well... Do you know what I mean? Taking a go, right? I need to get my arse in gear and buy a new leotard and all that. Phone the wee guy down in England that makes the boots. It's always in Magaluf because you've not been Magaluf now. Hey, no. Bill, you've got a bit of stroke in your ICW. You've got a bit, you've got a bit of pull there. You can sort that out, can you? I'll have a word. I'll get it sorted. Have you ever done, Bill, have you ever done anything like, um, like uh, creative-wise with ICW has always just been purely uh, commentary? Do you know, man, I've helped folk out with uh, uh, promos and uh, pitching TV stuff and what have you and that's it, really. Just folk with their characters. I don't like getting involved with that side. I'd love to uh, if, like, the you know, right circumstance, but there's other people doing that, man, right now, doing an amazing job. So that's no for me. That's no for one me. One thing that I, that I love, and I've probably said it to you before, man, but I loved when it was, when I was fighting Drew and all that in 2015 and 16, and you would commentate my matches and you would go, Graham Steveley. <laughs> and you'd call me, my, I'd love that. I'd love when, when you'd done that. I was like, it's cool, man. He's like, do you know what I mean? There was something cool about him going, it's Graham Steveley's dream. There's a, there's, a, there's a thing here, though. Sorry, Billy, but there's a thing I need to say as well. That I've been to a few ICW shows and like before they start and stuff, and Billy always looks like the most professional guy in the building. He's always up there. He's up there at his desk. He's getting things prepped. He's looking at stuff. He looks ready. He's focused. Um, he's sober. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's he's a uh, he's just he's just fucking ready to go, and I think that's why I think that's why you're so good at it as well. You know what I mean? It's like I think people sometimes maybe don't realise. Obviously, because ICW had this kind of uh, kind of wild reputation. You know what I mean? They were kind of like it was like a wild place to be and a wild night out and stuff like that. But at the centre it there, they had you who were fucking professional, was fucking focused as fuck, telling the stories of everything that was happening. And I think you've been a large part of all that success, really. Mm-hmm. Your voice, Kerry, oh. and all that. Oh, come on, I, I, I don't know about that or anything. Uh, I, I've just got my small part to play, but um, so I appreciate that. But um, you know, there's a, there's a group of guys that work so, and Grado knows, man, there's a group of folk like the TV guys and what have you that work so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't like the idea of letting anyone down. And you know, when I started doing commentary, man, for, for, uh, uh, for ICW, I'd never done commentary before, but I'd been a wrestling fan since I was in single figures. And I'd also seen the way British com- some British commentators uh, you know, did it. And mm-hmm. it used to drove me nuts, man, how smug or, or shy or just, you just didn't, and it's a big deal, man. You say, you say something's a big deal, it is a fucking big deal. And I was always like, I'm the luckiest man in the world. I get to tell dick jokes at comedy clubs and I'm getting to do wrestling commentary. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So right. I, I want to put everything into this. And, and the thing is, man, people that watch it, I want you to get, I am as excited about doing it as I sound. Like, I just, mm. and and I can't stand the idea of people that are just being not invested in it because it, it comes across as pish. It comes across if someone's being too cool for school or that they're not. Try to get themselves over on, on right. commentary. And it's a, it's a high pressure gig as well, isn't it? Because a commentator can collapse a whole thing as well, can't they? I mean, it's a, so it's a high pressure gig, really. 
Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I'd say, and don't get me wrong, I get I get picked up if I make even the slightest mistake, <laughs> and, I'm, I, and I'm sure there's some lines on the, and me, I'm by no means a finished product, man. I'm learning every time, but uh, um, it can be a quite high pressure. I, st- I remember a couple of things when we were doing like the the live pay per views, and they would go right, you need to open the show in real time, like five, four, two, one, opening the show real time because we're broadcasting around the world. And man, that's the first time I've ever went, fuck, this is high pressure because I've got 1,500 people standing behind me who are just starting to go, ah, you dick. Yeah, and yeah. then I've got the people watching. And um, and if, if everyone remembers when uh, Drew McDonald passed away, that was one of the first ones we ever did a live pay-per-view. And I had to introduce, uh, like, to start the show, introduce his tribute video. And mate, my arse was collapsing. Like I was just like, this is a fit tribute. I don't want to make an arse of this. Uh, his name's Drew McDonald. We have Drew McIntyre in the building or Drew Galloway and just like, don't get his name wrong. Uh, don't get anything wrong about this. You don't want to seem like an arse. And, the and is that hang when you're nervous as well? When you're talking about something that's kind of somber and serious, you don't want to laugh either as well. Like you don't, so you're I, saying to yourself, don't even fucking smile or laugh. Gredo knows all about this. And Gredo has this. Gredo could never have done that. And, you, and it's just that, it's that hanging. It's like when you're at school and your, your teacher goes, don't fucking laugh. Don't well, he doesn't laugh. say don't fucking laugh, right? Well, maybe he did at my school. He says, don't laugh. And then you're like, you're just dying trying to hold in a laugh. You know what I mean? It's pressure, There's man. no worst feeling in the world than that. No, Billy, thanks so much for coming on. What's happening next? Did you want to say something, John? No, but I was just going to ask, Billy. I mean, um, since you've, like, obviously ICW's got in kind of bed with the WWE, have, any, have you had any kind of relationship with, like, say, Michael Cole or, or <laughs> any kind of pe- any people coming down to talk to you about commentary and all that sort of stuff? He's in the WhatsApp group now with fucking JR group. and Todd me, Greaves and all that. <laughs> me, uh, it's me, Jesse Ventura. Uh, <laughs> we're on a script together. He just keeps talking about conspiracies. Uh, <laughs> no, there's, uh, the only person I've ever had direct feedback from is from uh, uh, William Regal, and that was literally us just talking about commentary, you know. And and he gave away he was some good tips, man. He said like, you know, talk about the uh, not the what but the why. Like it's all very well and good me going. You don't want to end up being like the the old school. I go, oh, there's a there's a there's a leapfrog into a clothesline, drop toe hold, marvelous. Like you want to talk about why is, you know, what's the passion? What's the story? What. Mm-hmm. Um, why is that guy working on the guy's neck? Why right. is that guy working? On, why does? Why is this guy in trouble? Because that's what people. That's what I'm there for. People can see what's going on. It's not like you know the the fucking radio. Uh, and also, it was like try and get stuff from guys. Like I've been a big one for coming up with shit, <laughs> or I've given folk nicknames that then they put in a t-shirt and that's became their character, which is cool. Which I, I love that side of it. Like this demo, for example, I called him the Beast of Belfast. And I don't think I don't think they will mind me saying this, but that kind of clicked in his head and mm-hmm. in his character. And even now, it's still his character over in NXT. I, I didn't so, I didn't really mind that uh, Gredo's big hairy or short tits. I, 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 I was close to putting it in a t-shirt. Sorry, mate, but it was the straps are doing the tits are it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Something it. like that. I was wrong. Uh, I love that. That's like yeah. That's your, that's like that's like see my brother. My brother who doesn't like wrestling, he loves you. Like when we he would come to ICW and be like. No real interest in the wrestling, but you warming up the crowd, the wee man and stuff like that. It's all party why ICW is different because yeah. it isn't just straight up wrestling. There is funny, there is drama, there is freaking right. fireworks a lot. But I mean, actually, there's a question I wanted to ask you, but for the, is there anything but like, because you know, when ICW at one point we were doing Friday, Saturday, Sunday in England and the next week, yeah. and it was 
sometimes felt like a full-time schedule. Was there ever anything in matches that wrestlers done that really pissed you off? I don't uh, I don't know if I mean that you by phoning it in or is it anything where you thought, how the fuck they are commentating this? There must be plenty of plenty of things that you've went, come on, man. Do you know the the one thing that got me and uh, I guess we just weren't used to it. I remember having to say to a couple of guys when we were doing like the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, having to say to a couple of guys, look guys, we're actually filming all these hmm. and you're doing the same match. Aye. Yeah, and and you need to pat that and like there was I don't want to say who it was but there was a guy in particular and it's like you have lost the same way three times in a row <laughs> like, right. you must look like in the real world you look like the biggest tit in the world because this guy doesn't learn do you know what I, I mean I, he literally loses the same way and you feel like a dick. I'm just an arsehole comedian do you know what I mean but mm. I've got to go up to think look man I don't know who might see this and they're going to notice. And then these, there were spots that guys were just doing like two or three times a night. And it's like, watch the same matches, you know, like uh, uh, forearm off the rope, forearm back, forearm back, hit, 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 hit. I must have seen these guys <laughs> from all from the same area doing this same spot like three times in a fucking night. And even the crowd are like, I still remember a guy in Southampton l- loudly going, oh, for fuck's sake. And you know that it's no fun, <laughs> You know that's no good. And folk are looking at you. I remember the guy. Because uh, he's like, Billy! And he's like, it's fucking nothing to do with me. <laughs> Sorry, lads. This, this guy that probably got a free fucking ticket is uh, kicking off. But um, no, man, I, I thought everybody did a great job in those. And, and most folk were like treating it what it was, like a, a Super Bowl of like getting an opportunity to go there and show what you do. But that's about my pet peeves, man, is folk not watching each other's matches and trying not oh, to get them. Vet, I their characters over and seeing what different they can do because uh, it's like mate uh, you guys know from like if you've done anything on stage or if you're at a comedy gig you watch who else is on so when you come up you know you're not coming out and saying the same fucking thing <laughs> or doing the same thing because uh, it's you that looks like the asshole are you stunning up just i am stunning up so you day you date stunning up i've thought about this hopefully you've got your soundproofed room there right that i should say it looks soundproof. Well, this is the cheapest shite I could get. <laughs> it looks good. It looks and, good. And I've just lit it and it just looks all right. They start oh, playing good. they start playing like Pepper Pig on that telly. You'll hear every word that that, <laughs> that fucking wee opinionated bitch says uh, on that telly. She's the worst, <laughs> isn't she, Pepper Pig? Can he stand Pepper Pig, man? She's the worst. She's got a terrible attitude, man. Just a worst. I fit, uh, she's, uh, she's a bully. Ah, she's horrible. Bully. Daddy uh, Pig needs to fucking get the finger out, man. Uh, I'm surprised that's only Matelli half the shit that she says. And Daddy Pig's good at fucking diving. You never hear them talking about that. No, they're just fat shaming him all the time. Know, it's it's, it's a disgrace. Sure. Anyway, yeah. Billy, thanks so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to talk to you. Um, Guys, it's been so long. I'm, glad, was, to, I'm glad to see you are well. I know, mate. It's it's like when I see when I see folk of you, Billy, man, I pure miss it. Pure miss everything. Yeah, I do. It's sad. Sad. Depressing, isn't it? It's depressing. <laughs> Get to that stage. Get to that stage now. But you know something, guys. I I, I genuinely think that we're. I get a feeling we're heading towards this in some. You know, I, I get a feeling we're 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 turning the corner. We're Aye. turning the corner. Glad somebody's feeling like that. Uh, well, I know it's nice. There's at least one is feeling like that. It's good. Well, and it would know, be lovely, positive Billy Kirkwood, wouldn't it? It's feeling uh, it. I, it would course. be that. No, I'm, Billy, we all like, we all like you. Billy, su- I would just want to say as well to the listeners, Billy's such a nice guy as well. I need to say anything bad about Billy, didn't he? has got a bad word to say about Billy Kirkwood. Uh, and believe me, see when you're a fucking stand-up comedian, see having anybody that has a bad word to say about you, that's like a very, very rare mm. fucking thing for <laughs> stand-up. Because when I come back to stand up, man, I'm I'm turning heel. I'm gonna fucking just <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gonna be hitting cunts with chairs in the middle of their sets. Yeah, so, I know. 
Men like football. Scrap for sports, and there's going to be a serious scrap for sports once everything comes back. It's going to be like fuck me, man, trying to get trying to book a room for a live hang. Mm. I've I've got a filing cut. I'm just going to start spreading rumors. <laughs> spreading rumors. It's like oh, he's a beast, and everything I can do. Beautiful man, right? Thanks so much, right? And all the best to you always. Hope the family's good and all that. Right. Definitely, you too, guys. Right. Listen, look after yourselves, and yeah. I'll, I'll see you soon. All right. Take care, Cheers, man. Catch you later. Bye. 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 With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! Every week we run down a chart or something wrestling related in our list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. This week we asked you to vote between the best commentators and best colour commentators. With 77% of the vote, it was colour commentators that won. Uh, so it's time to do top three colour commentators. Uh, right, so we know who number one is. Do we? I just need I know, to put I the oven it. on, right? Sorry, I just need to put the oven on for the win, right? I'm babysitting. That's why, John, it's not for the fit, but I'm babysitting. Is that all right? Just to reset? Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. Well, I'll wait for you, Grado, or will I do my list? <sighs> not a batter, and I don't like this, but... All right, anyway, all right okay. No worries, I'll do it. Um, at... <laughs> uh, at number three, for me... It has got to be uh, Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, when I when I was coming up, when I was a wee guy, that was Jesse the Body Ventura was the guy I wanted to hear moaning and shouting about. I was fascinated with Jesse the Body Ventura, and I think also because no, just his commentary. But I felt like I'd never seen him wrestle as well. I felt like I'd never, you know, what I mean, and he's like this big giant guy, and I was like, why is he no? battering everybody I was thinking when I was a wee guy and I really love Jesse the Body Ventura although when you listen to him now you kind of it's obvious it's all of its time that kind of colour commentary but you think I th- I'd love to hear someone like that real I mean because he was the real kind of heel you don't really get like a proper good heel commentator now and Jesse the Body was always mm-hmm. brilliant at that you know especially playing off against Gorilla as well I love Jesse the Body Ventura it was great it was great he's my number three my number two a colour commentator who I feel is um, has fallen out of favour, um, but I think people are forgetting how good he was in his initial run, I would say, and how vital he was to the whole atmosphere of the Attitude Era, and it's Jerry the King Lawler. I think he's an underrated colour commentator. I don't know. I see John's making a face here. Already, I'm not, I'm not, nah, I think not. a lot of people, I think a lot of people just focus on the fact that nowadays the king is very PG friendly, and he, he's kind of bland and doesn't do anything. And I know there's also that side of him that's like shouting about puppies and about the woman and making pervy comments about the woman and all of that. Right? My defence for him there on that is that for that product mm. of that time, he was the perfect colour commentator. He was he was kind of the voice, the demographic that was watching it to an extent. He was a, a, a middle-aged man who acted like a teenage boy when he was watching this show and these women and these guys. And because of that, because he spoke like a teenage boy, he was perfectly nailing what the product was aiming for. 
in terms of attitude. And then before then, before then, when the King had just kind of started his first couple of years sitting alongside JR, the King was absolutely dynamite. He was um, super informative. He could talk like hell. Uh, he was he was nasty. You could always feel like he, he could get involved in a hymie. You could always feel he could jaw back and forth with wrestlers as they walked past the desk and stuff. I just think the King is a massively underrated colour commentator. And I, think oh. nowadays, I think nowadays everybody likes to go, oh, the King, the King's Played passed it. it. And also the King's an embarrassment when he used to do all the thing about the woman and all that, but forgetting that he was, perf- he, he was perfect then at that time. Number one is Bobby Heenan. We don't even need to discuss it. <laughs> Who was yeah. your number three, Rab? Sorry, just... Jesse the Body Ventura. All right. I, I just want to say a wee shout out to my favourite commentary team when I was young. Obviously, it was Gianna King. However, watching... Um, I just want to say that watching CZW, I fucking loved Eric Gargiulo and John House. They were... I mean, they probably, if I went back to listen to it now, it'd be rotten, but it's a wee guy. I loved it because they were cool. They, they swore, but it wasn't like every two seconds, and it was cool to me. And I'll never forget when Johnny and Jody should have told, have I told you about what's a wanker, John? Do you remember that? I tell you about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's a wanker, John? When Johnny Storm and Jody Flash come out and cut a promo, yeah, yeah and, and Johnny Storm went, "You're the biggest bunch of wankers ever," and they're going, "What's a wanker, John? Do you know what a wanker is?" <laughs> I fucking love it. And any any big spot, John House would go, "Someone call nine one one. Someone call nine one one." Loved it. Evil, but but you're you're saying they're like if you listen back to them now and all that right blah blah mm. blah. But John House, like they guys were. Um, Did you know them, Rob? Did you ever listen to some of that aye, stuff? Aye. <laughs> and they guys were. It's what I was saying about the King as well. But in the attitude era, he was perfect for the product, and they two were perfect for that product. Bang on, like, bang on. They were exactly right. You couldn't have a fucking you know. I mean, you couldn't have a, a serious commentator or even you know even like a Joey Styles type guy or anything like that in there. It just wouldn't have been right. Mm-hmm. They guys were right. They guys felt like the kind of guys who would go and see that show. You know, what aye. I mean? they aye. were right. Um, aye, so let's see what the punters are saying. Willie says it's going to be Heenan, but I did quite like Taz and Rocky Romero does a good job in New Japan. Right. Um, Brett says the wee man. Good. Keith He's, says, he, the, 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 ICW have been pretty lucky with, I think, with comedy. Obviously, we've yep. got Billy on the show, man, but Billy Grange done done great. Simon Cassidy does well when he fills in. And even uh, Jamie Kennedy, I, I, to oil them, I can I really... Billy Grange, did Billy Grange used to be Bobby Gladwin's colour commentator back in the day? Oh, I remember that, he did. How did you feel doing comments, really? Like, was that hard? Because I can imagine yeah, I, that being easy for you. No, it was hard. Really? It was hard, because I was always nervous about getting the names of moves right. Aye. I was always nervous about calling the moves. You know, what I mean, I always kind of felt like. Did you? Did you have to? Did you have to? Like, how did you record it when you and Grange done it? Were you just talking into a wee computer mic or something? I well, Billy would just come up to mine and we just recorded it just in the house. Just did you ever go? Did you ever go rewind that man? I I said something stupid there. Okay, sometimes, sometimes. Aye. But the shows, well, but the problem was SWA shows were all seven hours long, so you couldn't. <laughs> there was a limit to how much you could go back. <laughs> they were mad, weren't they? Um, so John says, uh, oh, Keith, sorry, says Bobby Heenan again, watched the 92 Rumble again the other day and his performance on commentary is just as good as Flair's that night. As a kid, he was a guy you loved to hate, which was exactly what you were meant to be doing. John says Paul Heyman. Oh my mm. God, Heyman, yep. Absolutely, do- that year in WWF. With the year he was with Jim Ross. Oh, aye, WrestleMania 17. Fantastic, man. Wow, that is a great year, man. I mean, nay, nay him to King, but that is... 
Heyman and JR together were superb. And you the got the commentary... sense that JR really hated them as well, didn't you? You got the sense that JR Aye. had no time for him. Yeah, because yeah, he was like, because whether it was, you'll know, he kind of just saw Paul E as the fucking scammer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yep. The I fucking like... the cowboy, it was brilliant. Uh, Paul Heyman, he can do anything. He's storytelling and play-by-play -play in each of the matches as oh. a and made you invested as a fan. Bronze Cello says Jesse the Body Ventura. He won't make a lot of people's lists. Well, he was proven incorrect there. He was on my list. Childhood memories of hearing him and Gorilla on the majority of Silver Vision tapes. Such a shame about the phone out of our money. And that Sega Mega Drive game, it never officially came out. Jason says, Bobby Heenan will always be my number one. A very close second is Jesse the Body Ventura with his constant Kane and a Gorilla Monsoon. Both great heel commentators. Uh, Derek says, Piper or Jericho for me. Um, Neil says, Bobby Heenan. If Taz keeps going the way he is, he'll be on the list one day. And Chris says, everybody will say Bobby Heenan, and rightly so, but for me, it will always be Gorilla Monsoon. The voice is so much of my childhood. He was a perfect face to Heenan's heel, and he made Hogan and Warrior the megastars the way he put them on commentary. Um, okay. Gredo, who is the best that's done colour on your matches? I used to love Pope and TNA. I used to love his commentary on me. I think a lot of them had field days when I was in the ring because I was easy to fucking slag it. It's like when Wade Barrett done World of Sport, it was easy to say... This guy moves around like a baby elephant. And I remember Taz commentating on some of my matches before he left, and it was a matter of like, um, who is this guy? Why is he in a ring? Do you know what I mean? They, they would all take the piss at me. However, I love Pope, and he, he called me Grado every week, and it used to piss off all the fans. You're not pronouncing his name right, but I loved it. It's Grado! I loved it. I loved it. Pope was so underrated at then, that. So underrated. Well, payday but Billy is, Kirkwood, if you're saying Kirkwood, late, Billy Kirkwood, the soundtrack of my no, life. You can't say that now. <laughs> you've blown it. You've blown it. Woo! PD is here, so why not treat yourself to some wrestling daft merch? And now we've got some brand new designs, including the Mark is here with a quote of the wrestling daft belt. You've got wrestling's kid on. I need to get that. And the immortal quote from the immortal Hulk Hogan Good night, Hulkamaniacs and jabroni marks without a life that don't know it's a work when you work a work and yourself into a shoot marks. That is now on t shirt. And coming this weekend, hopefully, Spooky Club after Gero's chat about the Stevenson Spooky Club. That is me. Uh, are we actually going to hit with this? We're getting Spooky Club. We are, yeah, we're going to get Brilliant. Not only that, we've got hoodies, face masks, phone covers, trucker caps, bum bags, and aprons. And obviously, if you heard there was somebody at the, the show with a Wrestling Daft t-shirt, I want to get a picture of that. I want to get a picture of that, somebody that was at the Thunderdome for the Rumble. Shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Wrestling Daft. You can also find other designs such as Alexa, who is Graham Steveley. I'm a Mark, Crud, Chips, Cheese and Donnery, and I'm a wrestler too. God, do you remember that part? Remember that? Chips, Cheese and Donnery, remember that? Remember that, man. Remember that back in the day, man. So, uh, but we need to get we need to get some clobber tea t-shirts and fucking Roman clothes. <laughs> so check out our range. I'll tell you what. Check out our range. It's shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. It's all the one word now. Or check out the links in Facebook or the Twitter page, and it's at wrestling daft. When you're in that motor driving back with somebody you've just met at the show, you want to pop a boys, you want to tell a story, it makes that guy remember you. Maybe he'll get your booking somewhere down the line. What's the story you could tell that grizzled veteran who put a smile on his face after years of hard bumps? Well, you ain't going to do a jump in the motor now, and we want to tell your story, so let's get this car started. Oh, I'm sure right. <laughs> I'm sure right, wasn't it? 
Oof. Who were you working okay. tonight? Who was I working tonight? No. Uh, I was working. Fuck! I was. I was a six man. Who was that? Who? Who? Who were there? Um, Billy Grange, Micken, Gangrel, uh, and it was against me, Crater, and oh, he's cancelled. I was a. I was just working a wee. They were doing a brand panties match. Thing and I was to come in and break it up. No, no. Easy payday, mate. Any bumps? Oh, was there any bumps? No, any bumps at all. So just had a, man, just no got a, wee bit, a wee bit of chocolate uh, sauce in my scans. That's all. I've no bumped in fucking 30 odd bookings, mate. Guys like, the guys like us don't need to bump, mate. Yeah, man. You fucking bum, you don't bump. Yeah, I'll tell you a wee story, by the way, talking about bumps. See, when I was about. I'm what? laughing, hanging about this fucking wrestler telling that story. See, when I was in primary seven, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I just tell we turn here in this drive through. Um, when I was about primary seven, I was heavy. <laughs> I was heavy into wrestling, not <laughs> like so much so, mate. See, when I get any fights, I try and bust out moves and people know what I mean. And because I was, <laughs> and because I was a giant. <laughs> Because I was a what? what were you? A giant. I was a giant. <laughs> it would usually work. You know what I mean? Because at that age I was probably about six foot tall. <laughs> Don't know what's fucking happened since, right? But at that age I was six foot, size 11 in my shoe. Little did I know I'd only grow three inches tall on one size up my shoe since then, but that's beside the point. <laughs> now I remember putting a cunt in a pedigree. <laughs> <laughs> Doing that once, right? Playground. But in the two years, me and one of my best pals used to fight all the time. And I used to get a bury him constantly, man. And so much that I get cocky. I remember. <laughs> I fly me out. I'm a wee fat white and fat kid, man. I don't mind small age. I remember I fly. I'm against the primary school gym wall, right? Because <laughs> he booted a Gaelic. <laughs> he booted a Gaelic football in my face. <laughs> Anyway, in first year, right, first year now, we were at a petrol station, right? <laughs> and a wee scuffle broke out between us. You know what schools are like. Oh, yeah. I mean, so a big crowd gathered, and that get a better me, because I started training up fucking WrestleMania, you know what I mean? So, at one point, he kicked me in the leg, and then right hooked me across the jaw, right? And that was the first time, mate, I'd ever been properly punched in the face. And I lost my footing, you know that? Embarrassing. That wasn't the worst part, mate. After that, <laughs> to try and gain my dignity, I thought it was a good idea to throw my bag him. <laughs> so he would catch it and I would run into a broke kick on him. <laughs> but when I went to do it, I didn't, he didn't catch my bag. And when I ran into a broke kick, he moved and I went flying in a newspaper stone. <laughs> this wee smart cunt in the crowd shouted, He hangs it's a fucking matrix. <laughs> That's the end of my story, mate. That's it. <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's it. These are the, that's the best. That's exactly what I want to hear, man. I get a quarter pounder. Please, quarter pounder with cheese. What do you want, man? I just fucking, I'll take a plain double. Plain double and that pounder. story was for the one and only Billy Gaddy. Thank you very <laughs> oh, much. Oh, was that actually? Uh, <laughs> fucking brilliant.
Oh my god, that's popped me so much. If you have a wrestling daft road story, it doesn't have to be anything to do with wrestling, just a funny story about your life, it'll pop as drop as a DM on Twitter at wrestling daft or on the Facebook page. He must be six foot three, Billy Gaddy. Say that we only just see him when he's sitting in his chair. He should be Billy Gaddy needs to get into the wrestling game. At that height, six foot three in Scotland, (laughs) tallest guy in wrestling. (laughs) That's it for wrestling daft. Please rate, review and subscribe on Apple or get us and wherever you get your podcasts. Mind for more content and for the video version of this show, get on board. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. We really would appreciate your support. Yeah. And why not check out our merch at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash wrestling daft. We need a listener of the week. Who is a listener of the week? Uh, I think Billy Gaddy. Let's get you Billy Gaddy again. Billy Gaddy. Trying to get favoritism on what we say, but... What is that? I think he's two-time champion. Two-time, two-time. Well, Bronze Cello's been a couple of times, eh? Two-time, two-time, two-time. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next one. Grado, thanks so much. A pleasure, John. A pleasure. Up the road now. It shall sell, Baron. Baron shall sell. Eleven. Eleven. Audio Frontier. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.